The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Now from Oklahoma, two states over to Nevada and more specifically Las Vegas. Last night you two took to the stage for the very first time in the new Sphere concert venue. But what is it about Las Vegas that's attracting so many acts? Journalist and broadcaster Nadine O'Regan has this. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. But isn't it always in Las Vegas? Hey. Where the sun always shines, the sky is an eternal blue. Snake. My heart wants to sing every song. And the hills are alive with the sound of music. And what's that I hear? Oh yeah, the sound of filthy lucre. Who doesn't love the sweet tinkle of a ringing cash register? You two are a band, a very successful band, but they're also a brand. And in Las Vegas, cash is king and brands are everything. Like many iconic brands, bands before them. Take it by the Rolling Stones. You two combine great sincerity in their art with a canny attitude to their finances. They believe in their tunes, but they also believe in. It's only money. As the Americans would say, making bank. Who wants to be a millionaire? I don't there was a time when Vegas was seen as a kind of retirement home for Heritage Acts. I don't it was a city of fading hopes, of a country, a lost ambitions, and people eating their dinner through your set. Grim. But times and opinions change. Now Las Vegas has a constellation of stars vying for your humble greenback. Hello. The first thing you see on landing in Vegas, it's me. well, after the whirring, blinking, neon-faced slot machines at the Arrivals Lounge, are the billboards. You said it pays big money. Billboards of Adele, Garth Brooks, it pays big money. Daddy Rich, Rich. and Lady Gaga. Oh, and the Chippendales. Never forget the Chippendales. Why are they all in Vegas? Well, it just makes good economic sense. Touring has become harder. Some would say impossible. Last year, the US musician Santi Gold cancelled her upcoming tour, saying that in a post-COVID climate, venues were overbooked, audiences were overly busy with gigs that had been delayed, and the cost of petrol, flights and hotels had skyrocketed. Even for bigger bands, the economics frequently don't work. Then there are the personal frustrations. Why would you want to deal with long flights, layovers, and leaving your family behind for the inevitable meet and greets that someone at your record label thought would be smart to organize? As Charlie Watts once said of life on the road with the Stones, five years playing, 20 hanging around. It's work, isn't it? I mean, I just don't think about it, actually. But I mean, dead years ago, I thought about it. So, ta-da! Get out the credit card. We're going to Vegas, baby. A city where spontaneity rules, consequences are for losers, and there's always a sense of nervous exhilaration in the air. In Vegas, you can book a helicopter trip to the Grand Canyon, 
and touch down for a champagne picnic to the sounds of spaghetti westerns and Top Gun. You can be married by an Elvis impersonator for $40. You can make and lose a fortune. You can even see the Eiffel Tower. Or at least the half-scale replica of the Eiffel Tower at the Hotel Paris Las Vegas. Is Vegas even better than the real thing? It is, for the stars. Adele was paid roughly $2 million per show for her extended Las Vegas residency at Caesars Palace. Katy Perry reportedly netted $168 million for her Vegas stint. And you too, it is estimated, will manage a similar feat. The band are set to haul in more than $100 million from their Las Vegas residency at the 17,500 capacity sphere in the Venetian Hotel. Ah, Las Vegas city of liberation, even if what's liberated is not your soul, but the money from your bank account. It's a beautiful day, and for some savvy pop stars, it's a beautiful payday. Nadine O'Regan there, and sound design was by Ronan Kelly.